When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad. How long did the show last? More than seven hours. <laughs> Mackey and Judd on 1500 ESPN. This is the pecking order. Today's topic... The pet peeves of summer. Here are Mackie and Judd. You're going to like this list, Phil. Well, here's the thing. You're going to like it. I'm going to go first and get out of your way. Yeah, go ahead. Because yeah. I, honest turn? to God, I've been thinking about this for two plus hours since it was confirmed that this was our pecking order today. <laughs> I So it's how is it phrased? Top summer gripes? What pet was the peeves. phrase? I there? call pet it peeves. the pet peeves of summer, but, you know, yeah, whatever. Okay. Things that annoy you. I love summer. The only the only real gripe for me is that it's too short because we only get about three or four months of it. But do you love people? Because people I love and people summer are my a lot problem. more than you and Dave love people. All right, because so this gonna, is about people. I'm going to give you just like a few things. I got no, there is one major pet peeve I have with summer, right. but but for the most part, I'm just going to get out of your way because this is a very Judd like list, and you should be standing in the spotlight here. Um, number three is it's only a three item list. Number three is I agree the on screen weather crawls can get annoying and over the top or like breaking in for a full weather report I'm, I'm with you to some extent on that I think you may have overplayed it last night a little bit I mean oh I just want the uh, they, map didn't, gone. they didn't break in for 20 minutes right. like they could have but if you're watching a golf especially yeah. if you're tr- trying to watch a major in golf sure and it's a su- uh, Sunday stormy Sunday and all of a sudden you got and you're like I can't pay attention. And it's just creeping from the Dakotas into like Western Minnesota. Like get get back to me in two hours if there's an F five over my. So I'm I'm mostly with you on that. Um, Last night didn't quite bother me as much as it bothered you. Uh, Number two would just be the general mosquito and bug brigades that come out and and they just prevent you. You have to put bug spray on and stuff. But the number one summer gripe for me. The roving bicycle gangs that travel in packs, all dressed up like Lance Armstrong. <laughs> and they dress up. That's the worst part. You okay. don't have to wear the uniform. Okay. A t-shirt and shorts works Correct. fine. When you've got seven guys dressed up like Lance Armstrong biking around the community, that is clearly number one on my list. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. You're driving down, and they're like in the road, and they won't move. And it's like, dude, I got a car. Let me get by. Yes. I mean, yes. and then when they have, their own, awesome. they have their own pace car with like hydration that's driving in front of them. It's like, this is not the Tour de France. Okay, you're literally just biking around Woodbury right now. It's the Tour okay. de Woodbury. Oh, that's so good. You just rode your bike yes. past a TGI Fridays, okay? Yeah. You're yeah. not fooling anybody. And they're like no. trying to talk the, and not pass each other. And yeah. like, you're not communicating, okay? Just no. shut up and ride your bike. That's we don't cool. have a Fridays in Woodbury anymore. Two Applebee's, no more what Fridays. What happened? Okay. 
Oh, Friday's closed long, long oh, ago. So many sad. years ago. Thanks. Yeah. So, so that's pretty right. much my that's my list. It's a short list, but the roving bicycle gangs. When summer that's hits, a, oh yeah, I get to. It's gonna take me four hours to get this off after I'm done sweating, but it was worth putting the Lance Armstrong <laughs> uniform on. All right, go ahead. Okay, I've got eight. <laughs> I've got eight things about the summer months that annoy me. Number eight, picnics. I hate picnics. <laughs> what? The? Here's the main reason why. Here's the main reason why, and you and it's in your, your list of three bugs, right? So you have a picnic. Inevitably, you put all the stuff out, and then a fly comes and sits on something. And a mosquito, it's the most disgusting, repulsive thing of all time. All right? I've been at picnics where it's more of a fly fest but than a, a food fest. But a fest. fly can come even if you're sitting inside a fly. I, un- I understand that, but outside, you're inviting them. You're basically going into their area and saying, sit on my food. And by the way, you just got done spending the last half hour in horse poop or something. You know that people for picnics are disgusting. People for large parts of you know millions of years ate their food outside and were mostly fine. There was the occasional I, dysentery run, but we have medicine yeah. now. I understand We've that antibiotics. I understand man. it's not going to kill you. I just find it to be gross. And when you have a picnic on a hot summer Sunday with potato salad and sandwiches, and I look and there's seventy five flies on the food, it makes me want to puke. It's number eight. 75 flies. You, know, you can find areas that don't have open garbage containers that haven't been emptied in seven weeks. Like that's what I would recommend if you're going to have a picnic, don't but sit next to have an it, open dumpster. But, but that's the problem. If you have a picnic in, in a park, guess what? There's always dumpsters right around there. There's always garbage <laughs> cans, right? And the last person to have a picnic threw all their gross old food so the flies are there. And then the flies are like, hey, there's new food here today. Who I'll hurt, go sit on that. Who hurt you when you were young? <laughs> it's number eight. We got seven more. Number seven. <laughs> this is the most Judd list of all time. This is one of two that hits close to home. <laughs> Leaving a window open when I have the air conditioning on. If the air conditioning is on in a building or house and it's hot out, I don't care how much you, you enjoy the outside air. Close the window. The air conditioning is supposed to cool off the entire house or building. If you open a window, that area is going to be hot. All right? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take issue in one context here. Sure. In a car. I love the air windows combo from time to time oh, in a car where you get the breeze coming through and also you get that cool air sort of circling through your vehicle. At, at what temp Best do, of both worlds. At what temp do you draw the line and oh, say 90. I can't have it? Okay. Like this weekend, nah. We, okay. Yeah. That's okay. Around 90 degrees. That's okay. But Depending I, on the humidity. But if I'm in my house and I've got the air on and I find a w- window that's been just thrown open because you might enjoy the nice cool breeze that you or, that you get... It's not worth it. I'm going to say there's only so many options of people in your house that would leave that window open. It sounds like this goes deeper than just a window issue. So far, this sounds like an open letter to Dawn. Maybe she invited you to a picnic over the weekend. Perhaps you left the window open yesterday. I will say that. What did Dawn do wrong for uh, number six on your list? They're more like fly fest. Uh, Dawn did nothing wrong. Number six on on my list is out-of-shape people like myself. Who like to ditch the shirt despite the fact that's not doing anyone favor. I saw a guy a couple days ago walking around with no shirt on. If you're out of shape and hairy, keep your shirt on. Especially, Just keep a shirt especially on. Especially if you have like that middle back hair patch that's kind of below your shoulder blade yes. but above your love handles. Yes. Uh, either get that taken care of or just keep your shirt on. But if you're I'm not going to be in shape, that's fine. I'm not saying that, that, that you should be. But think about the rest of us when we have to drive by you and see your gut jiggling. Just put a shirt on. It's not that hard. Yeah. Do rules go out the window at the beach? No, no. I like if you're going to be fat, 
Keep your shirt on. All times. Okay. Yeah, are, you, are, no. you a, are you a swim with a t-shirt on kind of a guy? I don't swim. I'm not a swim guy. You mean you don't know how to swim or no, you just don't? I can, I can swim not well, but I, I don't do it. If I someone shoved in you into ages, the deep end of a pool, I could right doggy paddle. I could doggy paddle until I got saved, probably. <laughs> or I could, I might be able to stroke my way out. But the but the point is, <laughs> stroke your way out like the, have a stroke. No, 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 like stroke my way, like start doing strokes and get out. But if you're if you're fat and you go in the water, I don't like it. I don't I I don't do it. When's the last time you went in water, like, like swimming or in water? Uh, the last time I probably went in water was at a hotel pool when I was with the wife and her family, and I might have kept my shirt on, like I might have just gone and sat there. But like we're talking a decade ago or five oh, a couple of years ago or probably eight years ago or so. You haven't been in a pool in eight years. I try. And, you haven't been in a hot tub I, in eight years. I try and stay. You're, if you're I go in hot tub, tubs too. If I go, no, no, no. If I go hot tub, I ordinarily keep a shirt on. I'll keep a shirt on in for a hot you, tub. Is it for your own insecurity or? Like, it's not insecurity. I just don't want to show the, the rest of the world my my fat roll. That sounds like it's insecurity. No, it's, it's insecurity. No, it's, it's I'm fine. Try, I'm tr- no, I'm trying. I'm trying to be cognizant of those around me and their feelings. I they feel don't like you deserve em- that. I feel like you should embrace your body, embrace your physique. What I'm trying to do right now is encourage the rest of the world who might look like me not to embrace that. Oh, okay, you're trying to encourage. I'm trying to encourage self-shaming them to keep- and insecurity. No, just keep your shirt on. Okay. That's all I'm asking. I'm not asking you not to go in the water. Just keep your shirt on. How many more are on your list here? Five more. <laughs> when that wet shirt is gripping to every uh, square inch of your skin, yeah, no one can tell. Yeah, no. no, but if it's a no, 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 <laughs> if it's a loose T-shirt, if it's a loose old T-shirt, you're fine. It doesn't really grip that that hard. It's not that bad. Keep going. This it's is not good. that bad. Number five. This goes back being close to home once again. People who walk barefoot as if the fact it's warm out doesn't mean that there's going to be shards of glass and things on which you're going to cut your feet. People who say, I love the feeling of the grass in my feet. Well, guess what's in that grass lots of times? Flies. Rocks and glass and other things. What do you things. think? There's just like random shards of... I feel like this is all specific to the Zolgat home. Just because you dropped a <laughs> bottle better. of empty summit. It gets better. But the, the fact is, the fact is your feet could be in grave jeopardy, but you're saying to yourself, but it's hot out, so no need. Just get a pair of sandals on. Just put a pair of sandals. I'm you, not asking for a do lot. Do you chuck your empties out the window that your wife leaves open into the yard that she then walks in the with her bare The window has a screen on it. No, I recycle, okay? I recycle. Number four, the slow guy who or gal who likes to drive around the lake while I'm trying to find a parking spot because it's summer out and they got the windows down and they're going to take their time meandering in their car around the lake while I'm just trying to find a parking spot. I don't want Why are you, you in such a hurry. I don't want. It's not that I'm in a huge hurry. I just want you to drive your car. I just want you to find it. If you're going to park, that's fine. I feel like you need but to relax around, a little bit. But going around Calhoun, <laughs> we've all seen that, right? Dude, just driving slow around the lake, enjoying the day. Yeah, that's me. And yeah, I'm the trying sunroof to. Sunroof open. All I want to do is park. You got the air conditioning you'll, going, you'll be fine. You'll the windows the down, the sunroof. I just want to find a place to park. Yeah, looking to you know step out of my car barefoot to see if I can exactly get, get a few stitches in my left foot. Uh, by the way, in case you're just joining us wondering what is happening on this show right now, uh, this is our weekly pecking order. This is a very Judd-like pecking order. It's the things that drive you crazy or your pet peeves about summer. Summer pet peeve number three. I only had like two of them because I love summer. I'm, do- I'm down to my, my top three. Number three, and this is serious, motorcyclists who cut in and out of traffic at high rates of speed 
thinking that they're not going to crash. Now, I don't want you to die. I really don't. But this is selfish. God forbid I ever see a person crash. It's going to be embedded in my mind for the rest of my life. So it's not about their safety. It's back to you. It's it's, just it's so to- thoughtless, though. If you're listen, I'm not anti motorcycle at all. I think they're great. I'm scared of them personally, but that's a me thing. But the guy that we've all seen it, right? You're driving down 394 or 94, and you get a guy on crotch rock and goes right by you. God forbid you crash, and I see it. It's going to scar me. Chad tweets into the show, Judge Therapy Bill must be an amazing sight. (laughs) (laughs) No, because he conducts his therapy here. Yeah, on air. It's free. Heck, I get paid to do my therapy. Number two. We should be charging extra for this segment here. Number two goes to yours, Phil. The bicyclists who decide the rules of the road, they want all they want all the perks. So they, they want to ride in the road. They want to basically be partially into your lane. But the actual rules don't apply. I it, saw it a guy go that, through a stop sign. It's like, dude, you can't do that. That happens all the time. I, I would be. It is weird that we group motor vehicles and bicyclists instead of somehow grouping pedestrians and bicyclists. Yes. Because like, if a bicyclist hits a pedestrian... There's probably not going to be a death involved, but if a motor vehicleist hits a bicycle, that that's where. Right. So yeah. But if there's a stop sign or a stoplight, stop. And number one, well, and, this and this is why I thought of, of this list or this idea last Thursday in taking Stella, my little dog, for a walk. Guy or gal who gets in the park with big dog and takes her off the leash because my dog's so well trained. My dog don't need no leash. My dog's going to follow. My dog is basically my child. Well, okay. I have no kids. I love my dog. My dog is not my child. It's my dog. And guess where it belongs? On a leash. I don't want your dog attacking my dog. I don't want your, your dog running away from you to greet my dog. And I especially don't want to see your dog run in front of a car or something and get killed because you were so sure nothing bad would happen. That is my number one pet peeve. If you own a dog, keep the thing on a leash. It's not a child. It's an animal. You are a joy to be around. No, seriously, that one, and I, I know it bugs Dave, I too. I am 100% with you on this one. Keep your, you have, there is, ne- you cannot tweet me or call a, in a compelling reason why your dog in public should ever be off its leash. And if you think it should, I can tell you why it shouldn't, and I can save you a lot of angst. It's not that I disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. I mean, don't, yeah, I if you're, especially if your dog's going to go attack other dogs or humans. It's just that you live your life in such paralyzing fear of doing anything outside of sitting on a couch watching sports with a beer in your hand. Like, anything outside of that. I went to the Saints game on Saturday Again, with a beer in your hand. I was at a bar You on were Saturday. watching sports with a beer in your hand just in the different <laughs> I was on like a three-day bender that would have killed most people. You only get to live one time, and yeah. you live in paralyzing fear of walking okay. barefoot in the grass or taking your shirt off in a hot tub. You don't understand. This goes back to what no, I, I keep do telling understand. you about. Unnecessary risk. Why would you want to walk barefoot on grounds where there's a chance that you can cut your foot wide open? Like, why? Why would you want to do that? You know, I mean, you know how many times I've, I've cut my foot wide open in 33 years of existence? Twice? Never. Do you walk barefoot outside a lot? Not a lot, but enough. Sure. Grew up on a seven-acre hobby farm. Might want to be careful. I don't think stepdad was breaking bottles on the front lawn. You never know. You never know God. when there might be a shard of glass or something or a, or a uh, nail in you that never, grass. Oh, yeah. You never know. You never do. Anyway, I'm just trying, I'm trying to did help you, people. Did you watch Home Alone 2 and just get 
No, that scared was, out of your mind I was or in my something. 20s by that point. Well, you don't want to walk by a building. Somebody might throw a brick at your forehead. Got to be careful. I was Stand in my 20s by that point. at least 20 feet away from the road. Keep your dog on its leash. It's today's message. Hang on. Mackie and Judd will return shortly. Hurry up. On 1500 ESPN. Mackie and Judd now continue. Prepare to be dazzled. On 1500 ESPN. Uh, let's see here. Email from... Email from Matt. Just curious. Ask Judd if a major fear as a youth was old abandoned refrigerators. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. The, I don't get it. Oh, when I was a kid, abandoned... Well, it sounds like everything was a fear when you were a kid, just based on that last Abandoned segment. refrigerators, when I was a kid, as I recall, you couldn't open them up from the inside, and, and it was just one door. And so there was a... There was seriously, uh, I don't know, small rash, though, of children that crawled in to play in, in them, and the door would close. And, oh, and they'd suffocate because they couldn't was, get out. It was a lever, right? Correct. So they'd suffocate. That, um, uh, kids putting garbage bags, playing with, with them, and would, would put them o- over their head and suffocate and die. That was a problem. Uh, Iggy tweets into the show here, yeah. I think Judd has officially transcended the fun police and is now director of the fun Gestapo. I mean, you've pretty much wiped out Anything other than sitting inside watching sports on a couch or in a bar from your life. I bet there's a lot so of people that don't, don't like picnics, too. But you don't get the joy of beaches. You don't get the joy of... Yeah, it's true about that. ...of uh, hot tubs. You don't get the joy of... Well, you don't get the joy of anything water-related, it sounds like. I don't like the water that much. That's absolutely correct. Why do you live in Minnesota, where there's more water than almost... Because I grew you up take here. Because my the parents moved states. here in 1972, and I never got out. Well, you, you, you've chosen to live well, here. Yeah, like, it's, fine. it's a fine state. It's got a lot of sports teams. State of hockey, Phil. The North Stars <laughs> oh, did yeah. leave. State of hockey. When, when the North Stars left, I, I gave serious thought to departing myself. But I didn't. But besides that, I mean, it's a fine state. Yeah, Matthew tweets in, In my 46 years, I've gashed open my foot by stepping on a shard of glass while walking barefoot in grass exactly zero times. In my kitchen, once. And that was just in the last year. Don't walk barefoot, yeah. Just put on sandals. Slippers, something like that. It's a very small request by me, by the way. Uh, let's see. There's more more things coming in here that are, are pretty good here. Jake says, summer pet peeves, people being impatient and angry about road construction. I'd flip that around. I think road, I road, con- road construction. construction would be the I get thing mad that, about it. Uh, and then he said, how hot the car gets sitting in the sun all day. That's rough. Yeah. I'll still take that over how cold the I car is. I was going to say, what's the if the flip side is walking out in April at some point and being greeted by a major snowstorm, I'll take the hot Which, car. by the way, like six weeks ago, we were all shoveling, yeah. or at least you guys with without associations, we're shoveling 18 <laughs> inches of yeah. snow. The association, <laughs> the association Dave. I had somebody plowing the driver oh, for me. It was me. fantastic. I was shoveling the whole time. Um, Tom says, neither of you guys mentioned one thing about the state fair. I recognize that I'm in the extreme minority, but I don't like the fair. There has to be something that you don't like about it being there every day. I would say just the general, because we are there every day of the state fair. Mm-hmm. Or at least we might get a day or two on a weekend, but it's all fresh and grassy and green when you walk in there seven thirty, whatever time we get there in the morning on the first day. Yes. But then by the end, the grass is gone. Everything smells like four day old garbage. Yeah. And you have Sweet Martha's cookies baked into the pavement. It's delightful. Like the fallen Sweet Martha's cookies that are just I, now part of the I sidewalk and the roads. I love it. As a citizen, I don't look like the event at all and wouldn't go. As a worker, it's great. 
I mean, we get dropped off close by. We get to wear shorts for two weeks. We sit outside, so if it's nice, it's fantastic. Well, people would ask, well, why can't you wear shorts, period? Well, we, we can't wear shorts here at, at, at work. But my point being, my point being is, as a worker doing the show from there, it's fun. Uh, let, me, let me ask you this, okay? Can't rip it. If, if we asked you to make a list right now of five hobbies or five things that didn't involve watching TV, mm-hmm. sitting in a bar, Outside I guess those the are the only parameters. Sitting, uh, si- okay, sitting in a bar at a stadium or watching TV. Okay. So those three things are off limits. Sure. Do you have five other things that you partake in? Can Activities I, can or I sit hobbies? On, can I sit is that, on? Is that a fair way to frame the question, Dave? That's Get rid of stadiums, enough. bars, and TV. So I can't be outside at, at a bar on a deck. You can, whatever you, well. Because I'm outside. We're, we're getting rid of bars, stadiums, mm. and TV. Um, Are there five things that you do in your life or that you take in summertime? In enjoyment anytime? Well, I like to go to concerts when I can. Okay. That's something. That's one. I like That's that. pretty good. I like that a lot. I mean, it's in a stadium or an arena, but we'll But we'll a club. First Ave. Okay. Um, let's see what else. Uh, su- summertime, I'll certainly go go down to Calhoun, which is my gripe about people that drive around slow because I just want to park and walk because I enjoy that. That's an outdoor activity. Walk in the lake with the dog. I keep my shirt on. Dogs there <laughs> on a leash. Okay. All rules apply. All Culture judge. Culture judge. All rules are are followed on that one. Oh, let's see off the top of my head, five things. So I'm at two. I'm at two right now. I am at two. Uh, walks. I like to take the dog for a walk around our block. Also outside. <laughs> so different two than the, and three. We're walking the different dog than in the different lake. Spots. Different than the lake. You know what I like to do? I like to sit outside in the backyard, have a beer or two or three. That's four. Okay. That's outside as well. Four, come on. You got Shoe, this. Shoes on, by the way. Shoes on. So if I have to, to get up and walk in the grass, I can't accidentally gash my foot open. You got this. But I can't You're do st- but I can't away. do st- but I can't do stadiums here. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I got to four real quick and two of them are the same. I'm limited. Okay? I'm a limited guy. But I know what I like, damn it. That's important. I know what I like. I think I don't think it's about like that you don't know what you like. I think it's that you try to warn other people who want to do fun things. That they might meet some demise of some well, sort. And in like some there might cases, be glass in your foot or you might die in some form. And in some cases I get it, but some are just gross. Flies on food at picnics is just simply gross. I mean, it's not going to kill you, but I find it to be repulsive. Okay. It's a pet peeve. It's a complete pet peeve. You're a relief pitcher. You've got a fastball and yes. you've got to change up, but don't ask you to throw the splitter because you're not going to do but, it. But you don't have the like, wide repertoire. I tried to start and it didn't work. But then yeah. he's actively telling all the other pitchers in the clubhouse <laughs> yeah. that they shouldn't throw those other pitches either. Just stick to your fastball, okay? Yeah. Fastball, Bring the heat. Yeah. I've got the heat. Bring the heat. That's all you have to do. It's or, a very, very simple thing. Or maybe it's a changeup. I don't yes. know. Whatever it is. Whatever you have to do, just do that. <laughs> do what you do well. Don't try and do too much. All right, Dave. What do you got in stuff next? Ah. <sighs> I've got people that are less excited about sports than Judd is about life. (laughs) And we've got that potty mouth Chris Carter to talk about. Hang on. Mackie and Judd will return shortly. Well, you don't really have a choice. On 1500 ESPN. Phil Mackie, Judd Zolgad. (sighs) Oh, hey, guys. (laughs) Mackie and Judd. You okay? Uh... On 1500 ESPN. Judd Show, give me a go, no go for stuff you should know about. Hosts, go. Producer, go. Technical, go. Music, go. volume, go. the actual stuff.
are go. Control, we are a go. You are clear to launch. Stuff you should know about. We are go for launch. All right, Dave Harrigan, what do you have? I've got stuff, Judd. I'm excited for it. Bring it on. Surprised neither of your list, by the way, included people who complain about the temperature as far as summer pet peeves. That's yeah. up there for sure. If it's a day like yesterday, that's fine. You can say, geez, it's real hot out. But if it's 80, sunny, and maybe just a little bit humid, enough with it. Shut up. Yeah, I think in general, the only the only weather that I really find myself complaining about is after March 1st, and it's ridiculously cold and snowing still. Other than sure. that... This is all personal preference. We all choose to live in Minnesota. But can you can you complain about Sunday's heat when th- thirty plus days ago it snowed? You know, for two days straight. Basically, no, you shouldn't. So, like, no. I, I didn't complain at all. I said to myself, because I can't have, day, I can't have this both ways. If, if you've got a working day, air conditioner, yeah, you're fine. Yeah, right. Like if someone would have told you during the 18th inch of snow on whatever April, whatever that was. Hey, you can swap this out right now. Bring it on. For 100 degrees. Bring it 100 on. degrees and sunny. Everybody wants it. Let's start with one of these. Get some cold cuts. Get some cold cuts. Get some cold cuts. Last three innings were, were pretty tough for me. Um, you know, there's a reason these guys are so good. And, um, you know, I, I know I've had some success against them in the past. But that, that, you know, every, every day is a new day, especially going up against a lineup like this. You know, you kind of... Uh, you don't take anything for granted and just go out there and make your pitches. Wow. You got a guess? Um, I got nothing there. That would be the fellow who tipped his cap as the crowd at Yankee Stadium booed the heck out of him because he went six and two-thirds, oh, your man shoving against the Yankees. Justin Verlander yesterday oh. giving up one run. He's given up something like two runs in his last 30-plus innings against the Yankee lineup. Yeah, he's good at pitching. He's really talented. At it is yeah. Dave's man crush. There's no it's question becoming in my mind. That way, I think you were in love. I you, mean, you said today, I, I walked in and you're like, hey, have you seen his stats against the Yankees? And you immediately spit them out. I think this is your man crush now. I, I heard the number today on uh, Golik and Wingo right at the top of the show. They were discussing it. it yeah, it's like, I, I don't remember the exact number. It's 30 and a third, 30 and two thirds, yeah. and giving up two runs in his last five starts, I believe, is uh, against the Yankees. And. I'm sorry. I'm, I've been. I've grown up a Twins fan. Okay. Anyone who do it to the no, Yankees, I get a little excited about. Stop ripping let, me, John. Let, let me ask you this, okay? Do you guys think because him and Kate Upton met? I want to say four or five years ago, like five years ago, and uh, and Verlander at that point, like he was no longer the ace that won a Cy Young award. At one point, he had a four and a half ERA, led the major leagues in hits allowed. Do you think his resurgence on the mound the last two or three years? has saved his relationship with Kate Upton? Or do you think if he, if he would have been a bust pitcher, would she have moved on to somebody else? Oof. Is his dominance over the Yankees preserving his relationship with Kate Upton? Saved. Definitely saved. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I she mean, dumps him. Yeah, I think so. And I think it was partly her credit that he decided to accept the trade to Houston, too. I remember the stories oh, that they were discussing it. Sure. And she was kind of trying to push and come yep. on, let's get out of Detroit. It sucks here. Let's go win a World Series. And... He finally uh, obviously made the move. At the last minute. He has a 1.11 ERA so far in 12 games started. And uh, let's see here. He's only allowing That's so ridiculous. He's only allowing .7 walks and hits per inning. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. In other news from Yankee Stadium yesterday, it was time to do the announcements. And they do a lot of stuff over the PA. They 
decide to wish people happy birthday if they're celebrating at the ballpark. Kind of like this guy, the former mayor of New York City, America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. That's what happens when you become uh, the president's lawyer. Wow. Oh, my, how times have changed for him in the last no 17 years. Woo! Uh, smart fans, huh? Let's go to the Houston Rockets, uh, home for Game 7. Our guy, Matt Thomas, he does the play-by-play when they're on the road, but he is the in-arena PA announcer when they are at home, as you guys know. Not exactly rave reviews from some on Twitter claiming he should be fired. What? This is a disgrace. For how he introduced the Golden State Warriors last night. The center, 6-7 from Michigan State, number 23, Draymond Green. <laughs> and one guard, 6-7 from Washington State, number 11, Clay Thompson. The other guard is 6-3 from Davidson, number 30, Stephen Curry. Head coach of the Warriors, Steve Kerr. Love it. <laughs> Super biased, norm, but right? love it. He's that's, hilarious. That's normal, though, right? That's a little beyond what oh, would, I, would be normal, but it's still great. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, uh, you did. He did wake up and sent out some tweets. I was worried about him. I wasn't sure. Uh, sure, he didn't take it well. <laughs> well, post game, obviously the Warriors were celebrating, and Nick Young, Swaggy P, he's not really a big Ernie Johnson guy. What does this feel like to do this with this bunch? Um, I got a hat, as you can see, yeah. t-shirt, and. Um, yeah, I'm not holding the trophy. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> now, what's what's it mean to get there at this point? Oh, it means the world to me. Um, I don't really want to be interviewed right now. I want to go turn up. <laughs> I really want to go have some fun, but you interrupted my moment. But um, yeah, thank y'all for doing this stuff. Okay. Remember, uh, hold on. Okay, Rem- go have some fun. I don't want to talk to you. Okay, remember. <laughs> Remember this date in NBA history, the day Nick Young said he didn't want to be interviewed. Is there a backstory there, or was he just being goofy? I think he's just a weird dude. Yeah. It was... uh, That was uncomfortable. It was a little odd, yeah. Ernie handled it really well, but he kind of came up and... Uh, the, the other one, too, the, the night before, LeBron James was just sort of laying on the ground. He already did the ESPN interview with Doris, and then he was laying on the ground while the team was doing... Because he doesn't need to celebrate another Eastern Conference win, and he's just... So he's laying on the ground off to the side, and Doris says, LeBron, can we get you back up here? I know you already talked once, and LeBron's like... He goes, gosh, another interview like gets off the ground. Oh, so he did it? And then there was the shot of LeBron <laughs> walking by Dan Gilbert, who was sitting down. Oh, I saw this, yeah. And Gilbert kind of went for the handshake. LeBron totally blew him off. And and it's like someone grabs your hand. So he's he's gone. Let's uh, okay. let's talk about a couple former Vikings. First, a former running back, Adrian Peterson. You remember he was on NFL Live this past Friday? Yes. From the passenger seat of either his or somebody else's vehicle where he was FaceTiming or Skyping in. Talk to the crew. Yep. Well, he doesn't have a team. He's been putting out these videos on Instagram of his workout feats. And to be honest, it's incredibly impressive the things that he can still do. Uh, But, I mean, Adrian, why are you doing that? Well, clearly he wants to be picked up by another team. And, yes, he has thoughts of who those teams might be. Um... You know, obviously, I've mentioned Houston a couple times. Um, you know, I feel like Green Bay wouldn't be a bad look as well. Um, Carolina. Uh, I, there's some options out there. You know, Miami, <laughs> down there in St. Louis. Uh, that would be a nice look, too. St. Louis. But, uh, Close. With Ty Gurley. 
Um, you also see and on, you you see around the league that they have the two back system. They guys are really not pounding the ball 20, 30 times a game. Um, so I think that leaves the door open for um, a couple opportunities. <laughs> How delusional oh, can you Lewis. possibly be? I want to know what Todd Gurley thinks about Peterson just kind of throwing himself in that. I like how he's throwing out teams like they're actually going to call him or would care. <laughs> I got this list. I'm just waiting for them all to call. He he brings delusional to a new extent of something. I'm waiting for him to have an interview where he just literally goes through every team, yeah. both conferences. Well, I mean, I could see myself, you know, AFC West, you know, maybe Denver, uh, you know. How about the Baltimore Colts? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about the Baltimore Colts? I think that'd be a great franchise. Toronto for me. Argonauts. You yeah. know, I think I got some. Uh, I could bring some help over there. <laughs> Thanks, AP. And finally, oh. another former Viking, <clears throat> Chris Carter. Judd, you brought this to my attention. I saw this yesterday. Uh, this happened yesterday, but this isn't the first time, Judd. It's not. First, I'm going to oh. bring you May fifteenth, two thousand eighteen. So, what would that be? Two weeks ago today. Okay. This is on uh, the what do we call it? First things first, or something like that. The the Chris Carter Nick Wright show on FS1. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever we call it. My, my know, opinion either. before yours. Yeah, exactly. And they they do this. We thing have takes. I think they, it's just called we have takes. Yes. They they toss it to break. But the camera stays on the guy, you know, kind of circles around the table, and their mics stay hot for a few seconds. It's the, old, they... it's the old TV trick, right? Act yeah. like you're having conversation with each other. Yeah, and... we're going to keep talking during the break, but you're going to come back after these messages. We're still going to be talking. Oh, wait, but my mic's still on, and I forgot. Lexi Lalas joins us to break it all down next on first. It's no different. Nick. You could have joined the loser, but you decided to get with a winner. Uh, you uh, understand uh, what uh, hey, uh, uh, I'm like Steph around here. What else you want? That was... Bleep, I'm like Steph around here. The big ass bomb. Yeah, you've heard worse things. So yep. he thought that they had gone to the. That's a lot of trust in producers. Yeah. Those TV people. Okay. They got their mics clipped on. Okay. Ass bomb's not good, but it's not it, the worst yeah, thing. It's cable TV. It, that's fine. It happens. And it's FS1. No one's watching. <laughs> so we move on to yesterday. <laughs> Hello, Hello, pot. Kettle. It's, like, it's easy to make excuses. Like it's easy to make. You know why we didn't win number Super Bowl? You know why I didn't win one? Because I didn't. That's the reason why we didn't play well enough. Yeah. Like we didn't, we didn't, we weren't good enough. The teams are on in the critical situation. We didn't come up with the plays. That's why we didn't win. That was the straight up f bomb and Whoa. no breaks in sight afterwards. And Let's a just gasp. Keep rolling. And because yeah, and can you play that again? Now that we know, okay. It's, like, it's easy to make excuses. Like it's easy to make. You know why we didn't win another Super Bowl? You know why I didn't win one? Because I didn't f- win one. That's the reason why we didn't play well enough. Like we didn't, we didn't, we weren't good enough. The teams are on in the critical situation. We didn't come up with the place. That's why we. Didn't I think win. we should just allow it all without being offended by it. But whatever. I've got a question for both you guys about this. Ordinary. I get it that sometimes it it rolls off the tongue, right? Like you said, and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't pull it back, and you say it. But to me, if you listen to what he said, that's almost like a, for emphasis, very much purpose f bomb. Is it possible that? Because FS1 isn't exactly thriving over the past few years. Is it possible that just to get more attention, they're telling these guys once in a while, let's just do something so that shows like ours around the country will play this clip and make fun and wonder, right? Can they they get an FCC? Can they get a fine of some kind on cable TV? Or I I almost feel like... There's certain times. It certain time times slots on cable TV because Comedy Central runs those roasts after like eleven oh, o'clock, yeah. right? And there they can drop f bombs and s bombs all they want. I feel like in the morning you could get fined, but you might be onto something. That might be it. 
Because it see it seemed like he dropped that one with intent and didn't and wasn't like, oh my gosh, I just did this. He did try to play it off a little bit. You could tell he knew what he said. You could almost tell. Play it one more time. You could almost tell he was trying to speed through the rest of his comment. It's, like, it's easy to make excuses. Like it's easy to make. You know why we didn't win another Super Bowl? You know why I didn't win one? Because I didn't <laughs> win one. That's the reason why. Like we didn't play well enough. Like we didn't. We didn't. We weren't good enough. The teams are on in the critical situation. We didn't come up with the play. That's why we didn't I don't win. That's interesting. Yeah, you it, might it, be onto something there. It, it feels get you a lot of attention. Staged, yeah. Because he's been doing media for how long? And he's been standing in front of cameras for how long? Yep. So it would just be weird that he'd have two slip-ups like that in a two-week stretch. No. Jason like Stark that. never has a slip-up. He'll join us in about Not 45 like minutes. Famous last words. Uh, let's talk first about the number one REMAX results team in America. That would be Chris Lindahl, who's tapping into artificial intelligence to help sellers like you, perhaps, find homes that aren't even listed on the MLS to buy. So here's the conundrum, and I've actually I've talked to a few people about this lately. That it's such a seller's market, which is good news because you're you're especially if you're working with a Chris Lindahl team, you're able to get a lot of money for your home, and uh, and it, and it's selling in record time. But the problem is buying something that you and your family feel comfortable with, and buying a home that you actually love. Is there going to be a gap? Are you going to sell your home too quickly, and you're going to have that lag time where you haven't found? the house of your dreams to buy yet? Well, the Chris Lindahl team has an exclusive way to tap into a huge market of thousands more homes that are available than you might think when you just go online and search the MLS. To find out more about this, go to chrislindahl.com. That's Chris with a K. Or call 763-401-SOLD. Bill Mackey. Well, size isn't everything, I guess. Judd Zolgad. He's white. He's white as you folks. With empty eyes and a big hollow voice. He loved to travel around with a mean old house. Mackey and Judd on 1500 ESPN. Get your Independence Day off to a running start with the Red, White, and Boom TC Half Marathon Relay and 5K. Happening on July 4th. Come out to Boom Island Park for this Twin Cities summer tradition. Get your run and the first picnic of the holiday under your belt. That's right, Judd. You can picnic at Boom Island Park if you're at the lake or out of town. (laughs) Also, no problem. You can run the virtual Red, White, and Boom wherever you are at. Might not be Judd's cup of tea to picnic, but you can join in. For all the details and to register, visit 1500ESPN.com, keyword event. But watch out for nails. Beware of the or flies. shards yes. of glass. Be wary the- of those flies that are going to land on your food after being in horse poop all day. Yeah. That's all i got to say about that. It says Mr. Clean, who had a 2003 Saturn filled with McDonald's have seen, bags have you and seen the new old car? CDs. Spotless. Oh, yeah. Have you, I have turned over a new leaf. In that car. I have turned over a new leaf. <laughs> the new car is spotless. It's gorgeous. Um, no bags in it. 651-646-8255. Real quick on that, my favorite part of stuff was uh, Adrian Peterson's comments about, A, the St. Louis Rams, which don't <laughs> exist anymore, but... But that hey, you know, there's not there's no bell cow running backs anymore. Maybe there maybe like maybe Gurley would want to split some time. Yeah, maybe Gurley, who was either handed the ball or targeted as a receiver three hundred and seventy times last year for the Los Angeles Rams, led the league in touchdown rushes and had 
over 2,000 yards from scrimmage. You know what teams I want what now? I like to say about Adrian Peterson infringing on some of his touches. Teams want aging backs who can't catch or block. That's what they're looking yeah, for. The, Here's what we need. We one need, last piece to the puzzle. We need a trio. And what we want from the, the last guy is we want him to be older. We want him to slow down a bit. But most importantly, he can't catch and he can't block. Yeah. Who is that guy? Yeah, you know, this guy who went for 2,100 yards from scrimmage and 20 total touchdowns and was mostly the focal point of our offense for all, let's see, 15 games you played in. Yeah, that guy. We're going to have that guy skill back. Where did it get him? One and done the playoffs. True. <laughs> At AP, take some of the load off. True. Because if anyone knows playoff success, it's Adrian Peterson. Do I smell a film breakdown coming? <laughs> on what Peterson could add to the St. Louis Rams? Yeah, straight line speed. Where's everybody? It's Jump cuts. Day. Jump cuts. That's what the Rams need. More jump cuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, 651-646-8255. Hey, Roderick. Hey, thanks for taking my call. I wanted to call in and support Judd with his pecking order, as well as provide another uh, suggestion or choice that Judd can do that doesn't involve sports or television or a stadium. Well, thank you. Uh, Judd, don't you like brunch? That doesn't involve either of those things. You know what? You're a big fan of brunch. I missed it. You are 1,000% correct. Yes, I love brunch. As far as your list, I agree with you in so many ways. First of all, let's start off with picnicking. I do not like eating outside. It is not just the bugs. If you're sitting on the ground, the ground is uncomfortable. Why are we sitting on the ground? That's why they invented chairs. If you're at an outside patio deck at a restaurant, you have the noise from the cars and all the stuff going on in the street. You have the wind. I can't I can't keep track of all of my paper towels that are blowing around or napkins are blowing around because of the wind. And that's on top of the bugs. And then if it's hot and the (laughs) sun is outside, the sun is beaming down. And I'm looking at the inside of the restaurant where it's climate controlled. The noise is less. You don't hear about the cars and the honking horns and the buses and the smoke and the smog. You have to deal with the heat (laughs) and the sun. You have to deal with the wind blowing your napkins around and all this other stuff. So I agree with you sitting outside is bad. Walking. You talked about shards of glass. Okay, there's not a lot of shards of glass. But what there is are people who spit on the ground or they take a piss on the ground or their dog is running around or they finished their 32-ounce soda and they only drank 20 of it, so they pour out the other 12 on the ground. You have no idea how much stuff people just toss on the ground and you're walking around barefooted and exposing your body to these germs into all of this bacteria. It's not just whether it's sharp or not. There's a lot of stuff in the grass. And then speaking of um, people out in the park, dog folks, dog people, yep. hopefully judge you not like this, but I'm, I don't have a dog, but I hate dog people because so often they let their dogs just run up on strangers and think it's funny. I don't know your dog. I don't, I don't do that. dog running up to me. That's a no-no. Sniffing at my feet, you know, sniffing at my legs and trying to jump up on me. No, I'm going to kick your dog. Keep your dog on a leash and control your dog. I don't love your dog. And they always say the same thing. Oh, he's not going to bite. He's friendly. I don't care. Yeah, I don't right. know him. I mean, Judd, right. Judd doesn't even want other humans to walk out to him in public, let yeah, alone dogs. So. Roderick, you're 1,000% <laughs> right. I love that. One other quick thing. Yep. Matthew Collar is similar to you, Judd, because he said on Saturday morning sports talk during the uh, British Royal Wedding that the night before he watched a rerun of the Miami Dolphins game from 20 or 25 years ago. I remember that segment. And and I'm like, okay, don't you have something else that you can do on a Friday night than watch a 20-year-old football game? And his response, I sent him an email asking him this, and his response was basically no. You know, he loves what he does, and it's all about sports. So ask Matthew Collar to come up with five things he can do or likes to do that doesn't involve television, film review, 
uh, a stadium or sports. I, well, so I, well, hold on. So thank you, Roderick. I could, I could. Sports was not one of the things. I think sports, if you're participating in sports, sure. like Collar plays guitar, Collar uh, plays basketball, and does other things that aren't at a bar. Collar doesn't drink, so Collar doesn't be drink, so he's he's got free time. I don't have. <laughs> That you choose, I'm busy. That you, that you choose not to have. Because I'm busy. That you choose not to have. I'm trying to support the community, okay? I'm trying to pour my hard-earned money back into the bars here so that we can all benefit. That's I what spent, it is. You're just you're a charitable Friday, guy. I spent Friday, guy. Saturday, and Sunday spreading my cash all over the Twin Cities. Such a charitable Minneapolis, guy. Minneapolis, Saints game. Mm-hmm. Spent a lot of money. I had an epiphany last night. It takes a lot for me to hate a team. A lot of people like hate the Packers and you almost never hate a team. I think I do now. Okay. I want to talk this out with you when we come back and Jason Stark in a half hour. Mackie and Judd are back after this brief timeout. Let's go. Come on. We're waiting on 1500 ESPN.